Hi there, I'm Shelly, a military wife and a mother of two, and I'm really glad you listeners are joining on this journey of discovering what really matters in life from a biblical and a practical perspective. Maybe you are celebrating Thanksgiving that's coming up, and it's really wonderful to have a friend of mine joining me again on this podcast. Rebecca Vaughn was on my podcast in episode four. And she shared her testimony of what God had taken her family through when she was a very young girl. But it's great to have you on the podcast again today, Becky. How are you doing? Thank you, Shelley, for having me this morning. I'm doing very well. Thank you. Great. Well, episode four was actually about three years ago. (laughs) We recorded that one together in May of 2020. So I would love for you to kind of fill our listeners in on what's been happening in your life the last three years. Oh, boy. (laughs) Uh, A lot. Yeah. That's happened. In 2020, uh, COVID happened, and it kind of shut everything down. So I was supposed to begin a training program in Columbia, South Carolina, at vocational rehabilitation for job training, but that was put off due to COVID. So I finally was able to begin that program um, in March of 2021. I went to an extensive training program in Colombia for a month. It was a month-long program. And then in May of um, that year, I started at the training center in Greenville, South Carolina. So I've been working there ever since. Um, They're training me to find work, teaching me job skills, um, and helping me find a job in the community. And there have been many, many other things going on in my life as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I want to hear about those too. Um, For the new listeners, we might have some that did not yet hear episode four. How about if you give us a backstory of maybe what has gone on in your family's life when you were a young girl, and then why the job training now? So yeah, if you would like to share that story. Um, In May 20th, 1978, uh, I was two years old. My mother and I were both badly burned in a house fire. Um, The house fire started because there was, my mom was baking a cake in our living, in our kitchen, and I managed to reach a gasoline can that my dad had put in the laundry room. He had a side, he was uh, a student at Bob Jones University, and he had a side job mowing lawns, and he put the gasoline can up in our utility room to keep it away from the neighborhood boys, because he was a young pastor of Faith Baptist Church at the time, and he was out visiting, and he didn't want the neighborhood boys to get into the gasoline can. So he put the gasoline can up high in our shelf in our laundry room, and somehow I managed to climb up and reach it and open it, the lid was on very tightly, and the fumes from the gasoline spilled underneath the stove where my mom was baking and caused an explosion. So my mom got me out of the house. My older brother and sister were in the back of the house, and they escaped the house unharmed. And a neighbor came, saw what was happening, and came and took me from my mom, and we both rolled on the ground. And we were both sent to different hospitals, and I was unconscious for the next several months, nearly a year. And it's God's providence is so amazing because um, I recently met the nurse who took care of my mom in the helicopter. 
when she flew to Charleston to have her uh, burns and things helped dealt with. Um, I was also taken to that same hospital, but it was discovered that I was too little for, the, for them to meet my needs. So I was sent to the Shriners Hospital in Cincinnati, Ohio. It's a children's hospital, Burns Hospital. So I recently met this nurse that helped my mom in the high helicopter. And she's a Christian lady. And um, it was amazing how God, how God brought that together through another mutual friend of mine. And she remembered my mom. I remembered helping her. And we plan to get together again. So that's been a huge blessing for both of us to be able to reconnect in that way. And since then, my parents wrote a book called More Precious Than Gold, telling the story of the house fire from their perspective. And then my mom passed away from health complications from the house fire. She had developed hepatitis C from a bad blood transfusion. The house fire was in 1978. And... They didn't check blood for um, those kinds of diseases. So she developed hepatitis C and passed away from um, health complications from that in, in September 2nd of 2013. So it's hard to believe that that's been 10 years ago already. Mm-hmm. And um, after she passed away, the Lord impressed on my heart uh, about the book that I needed to write. I had had it in my mind for many years before she died. But I had no clear direction as to what it was to be about until after she died. And the night she died, the Lord gave me the verse, John fifteen thirteen: Greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. And so then I knew that that was, my, that was what my book was about, was about her and her sacrifice for me. And then God's, and ultimately God's sacrifice for us on the cross to save us from our sins. And He laid down his life to save us so that we could go to heaven and be saved from our sins. What a precious story. And even in the midst of those very difficult times, your family was a testimony to so many others. I was privileged as a young girl to grow up in your dad's church, just to watch your family endure the hardships and yet to continue to faithfully serve God and how the Lord gave you all grace in those times. What a sweet moment for you to be able to reconnect with the nurse that helped your mom. And I'm sure now that your mom is gone, you know she's with the Lord. You know she has a a new body. She's not in pain anymore. And yet it's really sweet that God has given you that reconnection with that nurse. It's almost like, a part of your mom's story is still going on through her because you can now see how that nurse was a blessing to your family and especially to your mom. So I, I'm excited that you'll be able to see the nurse again and, and um, kind of build that friendship that, you know, that God wants for you both. Yes, it's been, a, it's been amazing the way that we were able to, to connect. Yes. Yeah. Well, both of your books that you mentioned, More Precious Than Gold, I will put the links to that story as well as No Greater Love, the one that God had you write after your mom passed away. And wow, just to think of the Heavenly Father who wanted to comfort you, gave you that story, how it has come out since your mom passed away. 
Ten years ago, like you mentioned, it's hard to believe. As we approach Thanksgiving time here, I know we're celebrating it in the United States. A verse came to mind, 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 18. It says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. A lot of times it's hard to give thanks. When things are going well, yeah, that's not such a problem. But you especially have gone through some very, very difficult times. How do you find a thankful spirit in the midst of difficult times? Things have been uh, kind of difficult for me the last three years since I was last on your podcast. Um, COVID was very difficult, um, just, the, just the isolation mm-hmm. and um, the social distancing. It was very hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very hard not to be depressed. <laughs> and it was very hard to keep my mind right. But I reached out to others, even though my ministry at Freedom That Last is an addiction ministry through my church, Faith Baptist Church. It was not able to continue through COVID. Um, I still was able to reach out to the ladies in my small group um, by um, texting, Facebook Messenger, things like that. So that helped to keep my mind focused on the right things, mm-hmm. um, to reach out to others, to encourage others in the Lord and share scripture with them. Yeah, social distancing was difficult. You're right, because God's given us the desire to have fellowship with other people. And so when we had to step away from that for a time, I know it's made me appreciate getting to see people in person more. Most recently, I know you've gone through a a transition, a life transition, looking for a new place to live. What are some blessings or some things that you saw God answer as far as prayers that were on your heart? So during the time of COVID, I started uh, on Mother's Day, I think of 2021, I started a Facebook group for women called Eternal Perspective. Mm -hmm. And um, there's about maybe over 200 ladies in that group and when I couldn't go back to teach at Hidden Treasure Christian School as a teacher's aide, I posted videos um, on that group, uh, devotional videos. My, the teacher that I had worked with gave me opportunity to still be involved in her class, even though I couldn't be there in person. I was still able to be involved um, with devotional videos that she would show to the class for her Bible class. So that's what she would do on a weekly basis for her Bible class. And I posted those videos on Facebook. And, and so that ministry has continued. And this year, um, I have posted scripture verses every day on that, on that Facebook group. So that has helped to encourage me. Um, I hope it's encouraged others as well, but oh, it's yes. encouraged me most of all and um, has kept my mind focused on the Lord. But this has been a really difficult year, a lot of transitions, a lot of changes, Change is, is hard for me. I don't change. I don't know how many of us do. My dad had a bad stroke uh, last November. My whole family, except for me, I had COVID last March, but the rest of my family had COVID in November of last year. And so, I'm sorry, September of last year. And then my dad got COVID again 
in November of last year. So he had it twice, and he was away traveling in Alaska, preaching in Alaska at a conference, and developed COVID. So he had to go to the hospital for that, and then the COVID led to a bad stroke. My stepmom flew right away to be with him to help him, and that was around Thanksgiving time in last year. And so he has not been able to recover to 100% from that stroke. The stroke has led to several other health complications. It affected his balance. He still has a very sharp mind. Hmm. He always had it. Um, he's, so he's kept that. But it affected his balance. It affected his walking, short-term memory. And it also has created a transition time for our family where we've had to sell our home as our home was too big and it was difficult for him to, to get around in our home. So that has led to a scary time for me, um, for all of us really. And it's kind of forced me into independence. Moving towards independence has been for several years, but it seemed like my dad's stroke has pushed it even more so mm-hmm. into now it has to happen now. So my stepmom and my dad were, and I were having many conversations about me moving, me moving out towards independence, but I didn't know what that was going to look like. I didn't have, I felt like I didn't have the money <laughs> that I needed to do that because that takes money. So I was wondering, how, how am I going to do this? You know, how am I going to make this happen? And, but it's like God kept investing on me. You don't have to make this happen. You know, just trust me. So I looked into different different housing options, and I applied for many different jobs, and um, still don't have a job on the horizon yet. But I looked into many many different housing options, and none of them I could afford. Mm. So some friends of mine in my church. Um, got involved in my situation and they helped me to find find a place that's the best place I'm living now um and it's a beautiful home wheelchair accessible and um it's been such a blessing and I lived here by myself for two months and now I have a roommate so she's been good company and a good nice she's a wonderful Christian woman and she's been wonderful company for me and it's been amazing to see the way God is providing and meeting my needs. Um, and when I moved into this home, um, there were amazing, amazing housewarming, mm-hmm. housewarming gifts and just overwhelming. And it's, it's been such a blessing. In the darkest times, the light can often shine brighter. And sometimes we have nowhere to look but up and to the Lord. I've often thought of that this year. I've often prayed to the Lord. Um, I can't go backwards. I don't know how to move forward. Mm-hmm. You know, Lord, all I can do is look up to you for help. Mm-hmm. Yes, you mentioned your Facebook group page, Eternal Perspective, and it has been a blessing. I followed it uh, probably, you know, right after you got the uh, the group started. Interesting topics, and your verse a day has been a great encouragement. And it's it's like. Each day you're like, okay, God, what is the verse you want me to share with the group? Uh, you know, who's out there that is going to need this verse? If for nobody else but yourself, it has also been a blessing to many other people. So thank you for 
your faithfulness just to continue that Facebook group and to be an encouragement to, to women. I'm so sorry to hear about your father. I know our family started praying for him last year when we heard about his stroke. Um, he was my pastor for many years, and I know I grew in my walk with the Lord, you know, when our family was sitting under his pastorate, and he's been a, a dear friend to our family for many years. And uh, listeners, I do ask that you will pray for Dr. Vaughn, Dr. John Vaughn, as he continues to go through rehab and continues to just find his strength each day from the Lord. Um, well, Becky, your your story, your testimony, I'm sure it may resonate with some of the listeners. And in closing, what is something that you would like to leave with our listeners? I have the Version app, and there are Bible plans that you can do, different themed Bible plans. And I've been reading a Bible plan on um, about Corey Ten Boom mm. and about what he went through. She's one of my heroes. And just this morning, I read um, Hebrews 13, 5 through 6, which reads, Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? So that was very encouraging that um, there's nothing that man can do to us because God's on our side. Mm -hmm. He's going to protect and help us and be our strength. Amen. And you are living proof of that. (laughs) So in the show notes, I will put the links to the books. And your father has also written a book entitled Conversations, which is very practical. You know, every day God puts people in our path. What kind of conversation are we having with them? Out of all the moments and the millions of people that we could come in contact with, it's for a reason. And God wants us to take those conversations, take those moments very seriously and Make sure we're getting the gospel out. Make sure we are pointing people to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So I will also put that link to his book. You said it's on sermon audio. I think you uh, mentioned that to me earlier before we got on the show. Yes, I believe people can can purchase it through Um, sermonaudio.com. Yes, but that's a very good good book. He wrote it um, based on many conversations uh, that he has had over the years, um, mm-hmm. particularly with conversations that he had with a mentor of his when he was young, um, the man who mentored him and helped him to become the man that he is today, helped him to want to become a preacher. And he's always remembered, remembered that man. And it's, he's got a lot of his quotes, my dad's quotes from the pulpit for preaching in it. And it's a blessing. Wonderful. Yeah, I have the book, and uh, I would love for others to uh, be able to read that as well. Well, Becky, it's been a treasure to have you, to see you again after three years. Um, I've kept up with you, you know, through Facebook, but it's wonderful to see you again through video chat. And listeners, I hope that you will look at the links and order these books that will be a great resource for you. In the show notes, I will also put the Bible verses that were mentioned 
And I encourage you to get into God's Word, read it. God's Word will change our hearts. Thank you again, Becky, for being here. It's been a joy. Is there a way for listeners to connect with you if they want to? How, how could they do that? Is there an email or is that possible? Yes, my email is rmbond314 at gmail.com. And I'm also on Facebook, just Rebecca Morrell Vaughn on Facebook. Okay, I'll put all that good information in the show notes as well. Thank you, Becky. It's been a blessing. Thank you. One of the wisest men who ever lived was King Solomon. And in his book of Ecclesiastes, King Solomon says, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Until next time, look to the Lord, because it does matter. Yes, it does. See you guys later. Happy Thanksgiving. Ciao.